welcome back to Fate Life Journey Podcast with your girl Anna and Lola. Woohoo! Welcome, welcome, welcome. So we usually talk about um, our journey through faith with the Lord and things that we are learning and how we apply the Word of God into our daily lives. True, 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 true. So we are excited about today's topic. Um, we are talking about one spirit or same spirit, different revelations. Whoa! The spirit of the Lord is one. I just had to throw that one in there, but go ahead. <laughs> yes. It's so nice. this is um about, so I read a scripture in story time. You know, we have really good stories, but go ahead. Anna. Second Samuel chapter seven. And I actually made a video about it on my YouTube channel. Go check it out. Okay. I was about to say that she has a YouTube channel, but she beat me to it. So yes. go ahead and watch it. <laughs> yes. Um, go search it out and watch it. So I titled it, um, what to do when you get a prophetic word from the Lord. So yes. when I was, when I was reading this, uh, chapter in the Bible, the revelation that came from it was what I spoke about on that video. And I was talking about how from this. Okay. So backstory. Read it back, Yes. Backstory. Well, it's a long, it's a long Just read scripture. a portion of it. Okay. The title says the Lord's covenant promise to David. When King David was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all the surrounding enemies. Whew, whew, Hallelujah. Man. Rest. Man. Let me say, when Anna was settled in Ew, his palace, Lola palace had settled and the in Lord had given her with all the money in the world. Can I read my, in a cedar palace? Are you, are you the one reading this Sorry. spiritual? Well, if you call your name, <laughs> I have to call my name too. Go ahead. <laughs> the king summoned Nathan the prophet. Mm -hmm. Look, David said, I am living in a beautiful cedar palace, mm -hmm. but the ark of God is out there in a tent. Mm -hmm. Nathan replied to the king, go ahead and do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But uh -huh. that same night, the Lord said to Nathan, and so he goes into like, you know, God telling Nathan to go talk to David and say, you know what, David, I thank you for wanting to build me this house, this um, palace. Um, sorry, that is this the revelation she got from that. Scripture. Right. So, you know, it says this is what the Lord has declared. Are you the one to build a house for me to live in? I have never lived in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day. I have always moved from one place to another with a tent and a tabernacle as my dwelling. Yet, no matter where I have gone with the Israelites, I have never once complained to Israel's tribal leaders, the shepherds of my people, Israel. Okay. I have never asked them, why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house? Okay. And then it goes on. Now God is talking about what he's going to do for David based off of this um, uh, thing that David wanted to do for him, right? It says, uh, let me just kind of jump ahead and see. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies has declared, okay? It says, um, I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on the earth, and I will provide a homeland for my people, Israel, planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. So it goes on and on and on. And then eventually, David went back to the Lord's uh, presence. It says, David's prayer of thanks. And he said, verse 18, it says, then King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed. So he goes on listing, like basically recounting what um, Nathan had told him and all of that. And it goes on and on and on. 
So after read it for yourself, yes, in very different translations. Yes. So after I read that, the revelation, of course, I got was, you know, what to do when you get a prophetic word from someone, from a prophet, from a pastor, from anybody, a man or woman of God, because Nathan, um, when he got the word from the Lord and took it back to David, he told David about it. Now, what did David do? David now went back to the Lord and he started recounting basically the same things that Nathan has said and he started praying about it. And if you read that, that part of the scripture, it says that he sat before the Lord and he told the Lord that this is what uh, the Nathan, the prophet has said. And because Lord, you have said this, um, I am bold to now pray about it because you have shown me what you want to do and you know stuff like that so the holy spirit revealed to me that when you get a word from someone like if someone comes to you and be like you know what lola um this is what the lord says to tell you then what you need to do with that word is go back in the presence of god in prayer and talk to him about it and say lord this is the word that i got um what are you saying about it what do you want me to do is this word for this time is it for the season when is it for um how should i prepare you know things like that and plus we you start praying about that specific thing because the lord has shown you so now you're bold enough to pray about that thing so that was a revelation i got and when i now spoke to lola about it or when she watched the video people she got a totally different <laughs> not wrong not wrong but like she got a totally different revelation uh, from that and that's why we titled this one spirit or same spirit but different revelation so go ahead and tell them about your your revelation that you got okay first off me saying wrong is just a joke you can never say wrong or whatever inspiration or revelation that god has given to another person if it's different from what you have it's never wrong right, right. because there's one spirit it has different revelations Think about it, you have one body, but you have your Many hands, parts. your eyes, your legs, your bones, and everything. Mm -hmm. And that all together makes it one person. Right. And that's the same thing with the spirits. Okay. So for me, my revelation on that scripture, because I had actually just read that a couple of days before her video came out. And for me, mine literally is like the first half of it from I think uh chapter one through maybe seven or ten. Where it was like, before long, the king made himself at home and God gave him peace from all his enemies. Then one day, right, when he's comfortable, he's not running from place to place, he's not trying to hide from Saul, or he's not fighting against his enemies, he's like, okay, now I'm comfortable, now I can breathe, now, oh, look, my house is awesome and it's luxurious, let me build something for the Lord. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, wait, David. When God wants you to do something, he doesn't wait for you to be comfortable for you to do it. Whenever he's molding you, he stretches you. So you might have been running from place to place, but he if he wanted you to build a house for him, he would have told you, hey, while you're on your way to go kill the Ammonites or the Jebusites or whoever sites you're going to kill, <laughs> I need you to you know park here for a second and build me this house, right? But in David's mind, he's like, oh, God has been so good to me. He's just awesome. Now I'm comfortable. Now let me do something for God. And my, for me, and my revelation was like, okay, you don't have to wait until you are comfortable before you do anything for God, right? If you really wanted to do it, 
the thought would have been in your head and in your heart for the entire time because God will put that thought in you. Now, when David had this thought, think about it, all of David's life, every time he wanted to do something, the first thing he did, he always inquired of the Lord. Right. Everywhere you read in the scripture about David before he goes to fight, he says, Lord Jesus, should I go? Right. He inquired, but this time he goes to Nathan and he's like, he, he tells Nathan, hey, you know, I'm in this nice place. I'm going to build God something. And Nathan too, prophet that he is, did not inquire from the Lord. He says, sure, sure, sure. You know, go ahead, go do it. But then God was like, hold up, Nathan. Go and tell David, like, you're going to build me a house? Why? I didn't ask for it. I've done all this many glorious things for you. Why is it now that you think is the best time to build a house for me? Is it because you're comfortable? Is it because you have the money to build it? I did everything that I did. I brought the children of Israelites out of Egypt. I have done all these things. I have blessed you so much, but I never asked you to build me a house. So why now are you building me a house, right? And then God continues and tells him, hey, this is what God's going to do. I'm going to make you famous. I'm going to make you great. And then you'll be comfortable and you'll die and I'll raise your child and your child's going to do this, right? right? So my thought in this and my revelation was, okay, you don't have to be in a comfortable place to do what God has laid in your heart. Because in this case, I don't think God laid in David's heart for him to go ahead and build. He just thought, oh, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable, so so let me do it. And that brought me in, in the conversation I had with Anna. I said, you know, in doing this blog and this podcast, I am not sitting at home dwindling my thumbs and not having anything to do. Neither is she. But God is like, okay, I need you guys to do this, so we're doing it. In the midst of everything else that we have going on in our lives, we're not sitting there comfortably like David saying, okay, I'm chilled now. You know, I have no wars to fight. Then I can go and do something for God. God's not waiting for you to be comfortable before you take a step and do something for him. Right. If he had, while he was running around or he was in that cave hiding from Saul, he was like, Lord, I know I'm running around, but I need you to have a place for you. And God would be probably like, okay, my child. Okay, that makes sense. But I don't want you to build it. You know, I want your son to build it because your hands are covered with blood. But it's like David waited. <laughs> and then the, the, that portion just always gets me the comfortability of David before he decided to do anything for God. And it's it's crazy because I don't see it that she way at, it at all. all. Like at I don't all. see like oh David was waiting for him uh, for it to be comfortable before he says okay I'm going to build you this house or whatnot. I see it as David is a guy um, um, after God's own heart. And I see it as he he noticed like, wait, I have all this wealth. God has blessed me with all this stuff. You know what? I need to do something for God. But he just I don't, noticed. No, that. but I don't think it's because he was like being selfish or like just thinking about himself. Because if that's the case, like if you read before this um this verse like you see all the things that david went through mm -hmm. you know in the wilderness and all of that but i feel like or well, i believe that he was just wanted to do something nice for god it's not that god placed it in his heart or whatnot or maybe god did who knows but you know him saying that he wanted to do that and when god responded to him I don't see it as God saying, uh, oh, so now you're comfortable. You want to build me this house. I just see it as God, um, like it says in other parts um, of the scripture, is that, um, you know, 
yes you want to build new days unfortunately you can't do it because you are a warrior you have killed so many people you have so much blood in your hand so you cannot because the temple that has to be built for me has to be holy you know so because you have so much blood in your hand you are not the one who is going to build me this instead your um son, son is going to do this god used david to prepare his son solomon to be able to build that so god used david to fight all the wars and True. take all the enemies down so i personally didn't see it as that i just saw it as david just wanting to do something nice for god because i also think about this uh, think about it like this if that is the case then why did god go on and pronounce all those blessings on, Ab on abraham <laughs> on david um immediately after like i don't get that sense in because those because you did say at the beginning david was a man after god's own heart right? right this was david's thought right he wanted to do something good for the lord while he was comfortable mm -hmm. right i'm not saying that he was selfishly trying to do this mm -hmm. what i'm saying is he didn't have to be in a comfortable place at the beginning to think about wanting to do something the lord mm -hmm. because at the end of the day god is like oh no you're not doing anything i'm going to bless you mm -hmm. you haven't put me in a house because you think it's the right thing to do at this stage in your life but i'm going to bless you i'm going to bless your entire family i'm going to do this and this is this even though david did not build a house i think that the process with which david came about wanting to build the lord's house was not the right well i can't really say it was not the right approach mm -hmm. because most of us Sometimes we wait until things are settled in our lives before we... Well, we try to. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, well, we try to uh, wait so until things are more settled in our lives before we say, oh, man, God has done so much for me, let me do this. But that's not always the case because God doesn't wait until he is okay or he is relaxed before he blesses us. Right. At the end of the day, God ended up blessing him and Nathan gave, you know, David everything that God said. And David went back into God's house and he's like, you know, I pr he prayed and he was asking him. Well, he was telling him that who am I that you've done all these good things for and blah, 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 which a good progression. Right. But I think at the beginning, God was like, OK, you didn't have to wait until this portion. And I think that's where it got me. And that's what she doesn't understand, right? Or she doesn't get that revelation is being comfortable does not always, well. No, 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 I get that revelation. I'm just saying in this context and that I get that, hey, I am in the wilderness season right now. And the things that I have been, that God has assigned me to do or the platforms that he has given me, the things I've been doing for the kingdom of God, I am doing in my wilderness season. So I'm not in a comfortable place right now um to exactly. build for god no so i get it. yeah yeah i get that but i'm just saying on based on the context of the scripture that we read i did not get that revelation that that's what david um was trying to do he waited till he was settled before he starts saying let me build god a house. a house which i get where you're coming from and which is the truth right right now you're in a place where you're still doing god's work while not being in a comfortable place mm -hmm. to to do it Right? right and this is what i'm trying to get us to to pass across right there are certain times when god lays something in your heart to do for the kingdom but then you take a step back because you're like oh i'm not comfortable yet to do it mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. it didn't say in the scripture that 
the spirit of the Lord came upon Nathan and Nathan told David to do this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Nathan, uh, David woke up one day and was like, oh, let me go ahead and count the, the people of Israel. Right. But God didn't tell him to do that. Mm-hmm. Same thing with this. It started off with before long, the king made himself at home. In my mind, he was very comfortable. He had no wars to fight. He looked around. It was around the same while he was comfortable when other kings were going to war. He saw Bathsheba on the other side. So he was comfortable at this stage, right? And he he made this decision to do this. Usually before he says anything, he always inquires of the Lord. And Nathan himself had to hear from God. Like God had to talk to so Nathan you to don't, give him. You don't think um, talking to the prophet it's also because back then, um, most of the time, they had to talk to the prophet of God to hear from God. It was only, I don't I think, I want to say it was only one occasion where David was about to go to war and he said, um, bring me the ephod. You know, that was the first time he kind of put on his own priestly garments and said, let me go directly to God. Because usually they have to go through the prophet. So don't you think that him talking to Nathan first was him inquiring of God? Though the Bible did not specifically said he inquired of God. I think I think I have read enough of the scripture to where when someone is inquiring of God, there is some version of the Bible that said this person inquired of the Lord. Think about it. Because here he didn't inquire. He told Nathan, hey, look, I'm chill. I want to do something for God. What do you think? And Nathan's like, oh, yeah, 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 go ahead. If God didn't speak to Nathan, David would have gone ahead and done it, right? But God loved David so much that he spoke to Nathan to go speak to David because David had people around him that will tell him the truth of what God wanted him to do, right? And Nathan could have come and said, oh, go ahead and yeah, yeah, yeah. God said, oh, God said he'll bless you. He could have left out the part where God said, why are you building me a house now? He could have just only told him the bottom of it where God says, I'll take down your enemies and I'll give you this, 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 right? I think that his mind was in the right place, and I don't want us to forget that. His heart and his mind was in the right place, but I think the timing was what was not right. And that hit me really, really hard when I read that scripture because I realized that several times when God tells me to do something or when he speaks to my heart, I want to wait, mm-hmm. right? I want to wait until... I I am not as stressed as I am. I want to wait until I don't have any deadlines. I want to wait until my life is not crazy. But that's not the the case, right? And most times when the Lord speaks to David or he puts it into Nathan's mind, Nathan will come and says, thus says the Lord. But this was initiated by David, right? Just the same way when David went to count the people, the children of Israel, David came on his own right and told nathan and said hey was it nathan or or the 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 other chief chief. army yeah oh i want us to count all of this right but if you read further it says or in a different part of the bible it says the lord actually moved uh david let's say satan moved david to to that that. but I, i i I think at this point, like, you know, it's different revelations and we both see it from the way that the Holy Spirit revealed it to us. But I want to take it back to why we actually are talking about this. And it's to let you guys know, anyone listening out there who, um, it's just to let you know that 
sometimes we get revelations that are different we can be reading the same scripture like i, I like want to encourage you to go read the scripture for yourself second samuel chapter 7 and yes. see what the holy spirit reveals to you yes. and it might be totally different from, from what, what we both, we both you know have but it's just for you to keep in mind that it is the same holy spirit but he is so vast in his knowledge is so, so infinite that you know he can give us like we can all be in the same auditorium listening to the same message somebody preaching the same message but we are all receiving it differently and it's usually based on the season that we are in and in what life you need exactly at that time reaches you exactly right and before we even started we we're talking about something totally different come to realize that it kind of relates to this uh where lola was talking about a prayer that she just heard him uh, somebody praying um you know about kinda... how so the pastor was about to preach and he said lord jesus as i preach May the words that are coming out of my mouth reach everybody on the full spiritual spectrum, right? From people who don't know you, people who are just new Christians, and then people who are seasoned Christians, people who are also Christians that have fallen off the wagon. But let my words or the words out of my mouth reach every single one of those people in that spectrum right. and let them receive what you have planned for them and let them understand it to the best of their ability. Right, And that's something that as we pray, we need to always ask the Lord for, because my revelation, because of my relationship with the Lord, is going to be different from Enna's. Mm -hmm. And Enna's is going to be so different from mine. But whenever we talk and we converse together- Not always, read, but yes. Yeah, but mm -hmm. certain times, mm -hmm. right? Because of the seasons that we're in right. in our lives, mm -hmm. right? As the Bible says, right, it's one spirit and it's, different it's parts. gives you exactly different parts and it gives you different understanding mm -hmm. of what the Bible is. You can read the same scripture like 10, 15, 20 times mm -hmm. in different seasons of your life and it will give you so many different things. Right. So I was listening to one time a dream interpretation um, seminar or something like that podcast and it streams so it's it streams ministry yes because i want to broaden my understanding has anybody ever listened to a dream interpretation thing because i haven't but yes because god speaks to me a lot uh, through, through dreams, dreams like Same a here. lot a lot and um so you know he gave a dream and um he was talking about how they interpreted interpreted the interpreted yeah, yeah that word, word. <laughs> the the dream and different people you know came and interpret the same dream and they all had kind of different aspects or different revelation from that dream and he was saying like you know the, uh, everybody is correct because i think one was like maybe a darker side of the dream uh, the interpretation one was like on a lighter note and the other one you know was something else and he said like they were all right it's just the Holy Spirit gave them the revelation of that dream based on their own um, insights or based on their own prophetic gifting. Or I, I, like I don't know how to explain it, but basically all the three interpretations are right. But it's just the Holy Spirit gave it to each one. Um, and you know, and to buttress what she said, right? You might be in church and you're listening to a pastor say something, and you realize that. 
the last time you read it or you go ahead and you read it afterwards and whatever he said doesn't make sense to you mm -hmm. but whatever you read the holy spirit has given you a different understanding right. of it mm -hmm. go with the flow right because the holy spirit speaks to you differently than it would speak to me mm -hmm. and i think that's something we all need to understand right mm -hmm. when a pastor preaches he preaches with his understanding of what the spirit is saying right it is now your turn to now take that word, mm -hmm. be like the Berean Christians, right, in, I think, Corinthians or somewhere in the, the New Testaments. Go ahead and read the scripture and get your own understanding from mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, too, yeah. because only then can that relationship keep going back and forth, right. right? You open the scriptures and you say, Lord Jesus, show me what it is that you want me to learn today, mm -hmm. irrespective of what the pastor has said. And then there are also times when the pastor says something, and you're like, <gasps> I didn't know Lord that. Jesus, that is some good stuff yeah, like right I there. Did, I never knew that. I didn't know this is what this meant. But that's what the but Bible says. Helps. Right, it does. And that's what why the Bible says the word of God is living and active. Yes. It is living and active. So even if you read it today, I might go back and read the same scripture tomorrow and get a totally different revelation. Yep. But that doesn't mean that the first revelation that I got is right. So we're doing this or we're talking about this just to let you know and to so um, let you be aware of that. And so the next time you're having a conversation with somebody about maybe a revelation that you got from the Lord um, and somebody has a totally different um, revelation, don't put them down. Don't dismiss yes. it. Don't say, oh my gosh, you are totally wrong or whatnot. No, it's just remember that the Holy Spirit is va uh, uh, vast in his knowledge and revelations. We cannot put him in a box. Yes. Okay. That should probably be the next topic of our our our, our podcast, right? What? Christianity in a box. Christianity in a box. I like know, a right? jack in a box. <laughs> oh my god, now we're talking about this. But anyways, I hope you guys understand where we're coming from. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that you guys, as we're also talking, right, and we're coming up with scriptures and we have our own understanding of certain scriptures that we're talking about, you guys go and look for yourself, right? right. We are not the poster child of this is what you no, should be not. as Christians. We don't know it all. <laughs> because Jesus is the poster child of, you know, right. relationship with God. But I want you guys to go ahead, take the scriptures that we have, and mm -hmm. then go seek for yourself, right. right? What is it that God is showing you in this scripture? It might be one verse, it might be one chapter and then go with the flow all right enjoy it mm -hmm. be open-minded oh yes all right guys well thank you guys for joining us today for listening to us ramble and rant um being ramble, being potted into your life some spiritual wisdom hallelujah spiritual wisdom praise people. the lord <laughs> thank you jesus she's, she's doing the, the prayer dance <laughs> The, the prayer dance, yes. not, not the praise dance. The, the prayer, prayer dance. dance. <laughs> it's a weird dance. Oh, man. All right, guys. You guys have a wonderful week ahead.